Dear Diary, During the first podcast, I talked about the antagonists of my life. And I talked about that there was one that I hadn't really discussed. And today, I'm going to discuss that antagonist. Now, most of you have probably already guessed that that antagonist is myself. I am my own worst enemy. And many of y'all probably quite agree that you, yourself, are your own worst enemy. So let's talk about that today on The Disappointment Diaries of Johnny Ray of the Mountains. But before we start to discuss that, I do want y'all to listen to one of my newest tracks. I'm just playing around with the synthesizer and just make music. Might sound good, might not. You tell me what you think. Here's today's Johnny Ray Synthetics. This is how my day went. I started the morning by reminding my first block of students that they had a midterm exam. And while they were working on their midterm exam, I decided to start working on some of the classes I'm teaching second semester. I will be teaching calculus, trigonometry and advanced math, and another section of pre-calculus. And also quantitative reasoning through a local dual enrollment program. In all of that, my brain decided to tell me today that I had to work on several of those assignments. So I started with set theory. Started to making some pretty good notes. I'm very proud of how they look right now. Um, not very far into them because once I started set theory notes, I started typing something in set theory that reminded me of something I needed to finish in my calculus notes. So while I was thinking about it, I went ahead and went to my calculus notes and finished up those notes. And then I started typing something and I was like, oh gosh, I need to do this PD for the college that I'm working through. And so I go and log into my college account, look through about 172 emails, and decide that I needed to watch those PDs. I go through two-thirds of them and hear that the PD said something about a quiz, and I was like, crap. My current semester, Algebra 1, needs a, an assignment today. So I go and do something fun on quizzes and use that data to create tomorrow's lesson. And by doing that, tomorrow's lesson ended up being like 76 problems. So I had to go through and cut that in half. And it's still 30-some. And it was like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to do 30-some problems. So I've made that into two assignments. And then at that point, I was like, crap, I didn't finish those set theory notes. So I go back to set theory. And then I lost everything that I had thought of 
the day before in church while I was writing said that theory notes. And then at that point I realized, wow, I have a problem. My brain doesn't know how to stick with a single task because it starts to think of other things it needs to do. Now, most of you are probably thinking, oh gosh, this guy is atypical ADHD. And, but in all, all honesty, you can't say that because it's not diagnosed. But I would probably kind of agree with you. And that starts my f- what makes me my own worst antagonist. I start tasks and then I get sidetracked Because my brain says, oh my gosh, you're doing this one thing, but you really need to do this other thing, and then you have to go do this other thing, and then you completely forgot you was doing that one task that you didn't even finish. And that is the absolute story of my life. I will start some project, I will get into said project, and then at some point I'll just drop the project, because by the time I remember that I was doing said project, I've already forgotten to do or finish the original project. And then by the time I remember to finish, I forgot what I was doing in the process. It's like yesterday. I've already recorded this podcast once. I am my own worst enemy because when I did the first podcast, I forgot to press the record button. Oh my gosh. You have no idea how stressed and complex I was yesterday. After I realized that I did not press the record button of a 35-minute long conversation with myself about how I am my own worst enemy. And that's just within my brain. So I sit here and I'm considering other things that I do that makes me my own worst enemy. And one of those is I have this magical thing where I have commitment issues, which you probably already can decide that I do by the fact that I start projects and never really finish them. And then commitment issues in personal life as well. And that in itself has caused a lot of stress and pain. I love people, but I don't want to be around people. People make me nervous. And you're thinking, gosh, this guy's a teacher. Does his students make him nervous? Yes. Yes, they do. I'm always stressed that they're going to get hurt on my watch, which is one of my greatest stresses ever. I sit here and I'm like, could that have been avoided when they throw a pencil across the room? Could I have done something to change their attitude about why they threw that pencil across the room? And I critique the way I teach things. I have never, ever kept a notebook. Most teachers, they're great teachers. And they can teach from a notebook, and they'll start from the beginning of the notebook and end at the end of the notebook and use the same stuff they used last year, the year before, and the year they started their particular curriculum. I, on the other hand, can start a notebook, but once again, never finish it. I am my own worst enemy. And then there is the self-doubt, the inability to accept the unacceptable, and then not allow 
things to go off track. I like everything to be smooth and go in one direction the correct way the first time, even though I need to understand that that is essentially the definition of insanity. Nothing is going to do what you want it to do. And by trying to micromanage my life has made me realize that I'm crazy and I am my own worst antagonist because I will think of what I've done and then I'll stare at a blank wall for hours upon hours upon hours of time thinking I should do something about that I should do something to change my life but stress about it because I have to do something different. I try to eat healthy. Yeah, it doesn't always happen because then I think, mm, McDonald's has those Mac ribs. And many of you who have been with me a long time know the Disappointment Diaries of Johnny Ray of the Mountains started on Snapchat where I would eat food and talk to y'all about my problems. And the Mac rib was at the very top of the list. I really do enjoy a Mac rib. I'm glad they're back at McDonald's now. And then I regret eating said Mac rib because they're kind of bad for you, that mystery meat of barbecue and onions and pickles. And then I sit there and I say I should go to the gym. But once again, commitment issues. I want to go to the gym. I want to work out. I want to be... A little bit skinnier than I am but my mind tells me no you don't need to do that today you'll take care of it tomorrow and then that tomorrow never comes because I think of 1200 other things I need to do and then I do them and then I don't have time to go to the gym but I do find time to pet my cat I find any and every way possible to get out of things that would probably be beneficial to me. I am my own worst enemy. Then there's <laughs> other problems that can arise. Having commitment issues, I watch all my friends get married, have children, and I'm thinking, hmm, I would love to have children. But that would require to have a relationship, a relationship that leads to marriage. And then at that point, all the extra stress of life that having to take care of yourself, another human being, and a small child just stresses me out. Then I tell myself I can't do it, I am not capable, I am useless. As I tell myself every day that I am useless and pointless and really have no point. Of course, there are the silver linings that appear through time and time, but they're very rare. You get the occasional, oh, you're doing such a great job. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for helping the customer take an order that you didn't realize that you could have not had to take because of the fact that they're on five hour 
increments instead of three hours increment than what you're used to and then you sit there and think wow I could have saved myself a lot of time and effort by not taking that customer's order off the phone because our time frame was already over for the day but then you realize that you actually did do good in the world and that the customer was extremely thankful and received everything that she or he needed and then you got the praise that most people would die for in a grocery store that normally doesn't really care about its employees except for when you do good or you work extra hours because it's a Thanksgiving holiday and that's all they really needed you for is the fact that they needed someone reliable to work the day before Thanksgiving or the day before Christmas or whatever. And then you ask yourself, why are you still at the said grocery store when you're a teacher and you're working the grocery store and you're working the gas station and you ultimately are just having fun and living your best life because you realize that maybe helping people is what you're meant for in this world. That you actually enjoy helping people achieve greatness in the classroom. You enjoy when customers request help and you're helping them. And that's why you take on extra duties at your church because you appreciate all the love that you get from your church members and all the work you put forth. All the works that you do, everything that you do good is the silver lining in your world. But then you go home and you look at a blank wall and then you realize, but what, for, what am I doing this for? Why am I here? All the self-doubt, all the pain of life. Why am I still doing what I'm doing? Am I doing it because I care for myself or others? Obviously, I do it for others, not so much myself. Because if I was doing it for myself, there would be a lot more self-care in my life. I would go do something relaxing. I would go do something that enables me to de-stress. Even playing video games, is, and I usually consider video games as my de-stressor, can be stressful at times. Because you have other players playing the same game and they have already beaten the game. They already have the best weapons. They have the best outfits. They have the best builds. And you're going up against the world. A world that does not necessarily give greatness freely. Then you go to the grocery store and you say, okay, here I am going to buy food for myself. And then you consider, I should eat this, I should eat that. They're healthy. Then you go home and then you realize it's not what you wanted. Plant-based food isn't the best food. I like the junk food. I like red meat, chicken, seafood. One should not simply live on vegetables alone. It's nearly impossible. It makes me unhappy. I try to be healthy. I try to, you know, eat sustainable products. I try to eat local. But even then... Self-doubt, pain, the unenjoyment of what I am consuming, 
leads me back to things like McDonald's and their McRib sandwich. Have great friends, by the way. One great friend is my gym buddy. And he sends me messages almost every single day saying, hey, we go into the gym in the morning. And I'm like, no, I like to sleep. But in reality, I should get up and go to the gym. Because usually when I go to the gym, the day is so much better. Get the blood a-pumping, get the veins a-bursting, making myself happy. The endorphins that are created while I'm at the gym really do make the day much better. But it's that initial get up and go. It's that initial I can do this that is the hardest because I am my own worst enemy. I cause myself so much pain, so much stress by the stupidity of things that I do. For example, today, I decided to eat two bags of rice. One simply should not eat that much rice. Granted, I'm full, probably going to be at a calorie deficit for today. Uh, one of the rice was mixed with some coconut milk, so at least I'm getting whatever benefits that gives me. And then I mixed it with some veggie balls, and they were, it was actually quite decent. But then again, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I really wish that there was chicken. I honestly wish that there were more green peppers. So I always think of the self-doubt. I think of what could make it better. I can try and try again, but I'm always looking toward. I'm just pessimistic. Let's be honest. I'm not so much optimistic. I might put on a show that I'm optimistic, but I'm really not. I'm pessimistic. Or I could be a realist. I really don't know. Maybe I just see everything around me and I just realize that, hey, we're all just trying to survive. We are living in a world that's out to get you. It's the battle between this and that. And this doesn't necessarily complement that. And that definitely doesn't complement this. And then you try to bring it all together. And you try and try again to bring everyone together. But you just can't. I am my own worst enemy. I am the major antagonist in my own life. All these other people around me who've caused me pain and have told me that I was not going to amount to anything has been nothing compared to what I can do to myself. And each and every one of you probably agree that you too have this problem. In all of this, the real question is, how do we overcome ourselves? I don't know the answer, and I'm pretty sure most of you probably don't know the answer either. So my honest opinion here is we just accept that we are our own 
worst enemies, our own antagonist of life. But from that, we don't have to allow ourselves to fall into some trap that our own self leads us to. Because you're more than self. You are spirit and emotions and out of spirits in motion and your own personal inner self. You have the ability, the power to overcome everything. It might not be easy. It might be near impossible. And each of those cups that we feel only get fuller. But occasionally, that cup will spill, empty in just a little or a lot, depending on how you combat your inner self. I've already said one way that I noticed that I am more myself, more able to cope with the antagonist that is me, and that's going to the gym. Now, I might not be able to wake up early in the morning to go. I'm not a morning person, or at least not a super early person. I can still get up when I need to. However, when I'm sleeping, it's one of the few times in which I'm also recuperating from all of the stress of the world, all of the pain I've dealt myself over 33 years of existence. So to break up something as simple as the fact that I'm sleeping and then have to wake up to go to the gym might cause more stress to me than if someone else does it, like my gym buddy. He's really good at getting there early in the morning and working hard, pushing the limits every single time he goes, no matter the time. I, on the other hand, do much better if I push the limits in the afternoon, after school, even though I do feel better if I do it in the morning. But it's that sleep factor, and I need that sleep as well. So find something that releases endorphins. Find some spiritual self, something that you believe in. Doesn't necessarily have to be what people in the Bible Belt of the United States believes in. Doesn't even necessarily need to be anything religious. It just needs to be something that you personally believe in to make your life better. That could be something as walking down the street, looking at the trees, looking at the flowers, doing something in nature, doing something at home that makes you happy, cooking, tending to your plants, tending to your garden, whatever it is, find something that you can believe in. Manifestation of your own self. Make yourself your own reliever of stress. Find that something. Because you are your own worst enemy. You are the antagonist of your life that can cause you so much more pain than those around you. However, you need to overcome your own self and you need to find the ways that you do that. Because I have. I might not be as adept to it as I should be, but I have 
found that I am more chill, I am more happy when I'm around people. I might not like people, but at least I'm getting out and not staring at a blank wall. I'm not thinking of things that I should have done different. I am going out, I am doing something. I am keeping myself busy, I am doing things that I enjoy. Mathematics is not a job to me. It is something that I wholeheartedly enjoy. It makes me happy. I can do problems all day long. I can make up problems. I can make solutions to problems. If I don't know it, I'm going to look it up. I am going to discover new methods to teach, new methods to instruct, to enable those around me, those of my students, to ensure that they too are successful. By watching their success, I am successful. It makes me happy and it allows me to push that antagonist that is myself to a place back in my mind in which it is not attacking, not saying that I am worthless. And you too have that ability. So I'm going to conclude with this. Even though each and every one of you can agree that you are your own antagonist, you can look at yourself, find something that is wrong with you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, metaphysically, whatever it is. You as your own antagonist are also your own protagonist. You are the center of your own story. You do not need to be both protagonist and antagonist. You need to choose a side. And it's always best to choose protagonist. And your protagonist is the one who's going to defeat the antagonist. As you are both, you need to arise that protagonist within you and defeat that antagonist. As with every great story, begins with the protagonist and ends with the defeat of the antagonist. Defeat being loosely used here because we don't live in a world where it is good versus evil because not every antagonist is evil. So remember that. You are the protagonist of your life story you are also your greatest antagonist. And with every great story, the protagonist overcomes the antagonist. This has been the Disappointment Diaries of Johnny Ray of the Mountains, where the only rule is, do not ask what's in the never-ending cup. <laughs>